Alright, alright, okay, okay, what's up everybody, it's LJ Talks Facts, facts. like always, of course, hope you guys are doing great on this Tuesday morning here today, I know that I am, because of last night with my New York Islanders against the Boston Bruins in Game 2 of Round 2 here in the 2021 NHL Stanley Cup Playoffs, so I'm in a pretty good mood after last night's game, it was a, it was a game, it was definitely a crazy game, it was, but I'm really happy, the series is tied up at 1, the New York Islanders won 4-3 to in overtime, it was a fun game. This is going to be a fun series, like I mentioned before. You know, it's going to be a back-and-forth series. It's not going to be one side at all. It's going to be back and forth. That's what it's going to be. I already knew that. But like I said, you know, all the Islanders needed to do in Boston was just come back home, tied up at one. That's exactly what they did. So thank God for that. So it's one-to-one, coming back to the Coliseum on Thursday night at 7.30 for game three. And in game four of the Coliseum, it's at 7.15 on Saturday. Let's see. I mean, if we can go back to Boston up 3-1, to one, which I think is kind of impossible, to be honest. Because we know Boston's going to really challenge us. We know that for a fact. You know, they've, they've been <laughs> challenging us this whole series. Their first line has been their best line. It's going to shut them down. You shut down that first line, we can win a lot of games right here against these guys. We really could. I want to let you guys know later on this afternoon I'll be reviewing AEW Double or Nothing. Can't wait to do that. It was awesome, you know, seeing all these young stars like AEW create more young stars. But, you know, apparently they don't. They only focus on ex-WWE talent. But we'll get to that later. But now let's recap game two. So, I mean, I was kind of in a bad mood before the game started because I went to the Yankee game with King MGJ yesterday and the Yankees lost 3-1. to one. They've been a shit show. This year they've lost four games in a row. Now it was it was you know it was fun to go to the game with him like always, but it was sad that they lost. Crowd was rocking, seventeen thousand people. It's the most they've had this year, which is great. And next next month it'll be at full capacity, so that's even better. It was just sad that they lost, and we got out of there right away. We we're like screw this, let's get out of here. But turn on the Islanders game, like all right, let's tie up the series now. <laughs> Not even a couple minutes into the game. Or it was a couple minutes into the game. I gotta get the exact time. Charlie Coyle, two minutes thirty-eight seconds in, scores his second goal of the playoffs on a beautiful goal to make a one-nothing Bruins. He just undressed Nick Letty. Nick Letty has been atrocious this whole playoffs, and it just shows. I know I've, I've talked bad about Scott Mayfield, but Mayfield had a really good game last night. He made some good plays. You know, he has made some good plays recently. Letty has just been terrible. I mean, I'm considering, you know, can the Islanders ever consider benching him? Maybe put in Hickey or Coburn? Because Letty's been terrible. You know, I know he's a veteran and everything. I know, but he's Stanley Cup champion, or was a two-time Stanley Cup champion. But I don't care. It's not him anymore. He's not good. Still, I'm still pissed off that they traded Taves away, but not Letty. It made no sense. And also, Semyon Varlama was in net last night, so I was kind of... Nervous to be honest. I'm like, okay, you know, Varley didn't look good against Pittsburgh and Boston. You could say, yeah, they are a better team. Offensively, they're equal, but defensively, the Bruins are better and goaltending wise, the Bruins are better. So, of course, you get nervous. Like, okay, let's see how Semyon does. I'm not going to blame him for the first goal. That's not his fault. That's Nick Letty's fault for letting Coyle get past him like that. I mean, come on. Seriously? That's on Letty. I'm not going to blame Varlamov for that. I just can't. That'd be wrong to do that. But Varlamov. Did really good against the Bruins this season. He did really good against them. I think he did. He had one shutout against them. That was the first time they faced off. The Islanders won one to nothing. You know, so Olamov really had the Bruins number this season. But Coyle gets the goal, and I'm just like, oh, here we go again. Bruins got all the momentum from game one. 
and they're off and running again. John Forsythe and the range analysis and Cindy Crosby's boyfriend, Pierre, whatever his name is, you know, Cindy Crosby's boyfriend right there, you know, cheering for the Bruins. I mean, okay, they're not cheering for them, but they get, they get too excited when the Bruins score. I guess, oh, it did TD Garden, though. Yeah, I get it, but at least keep it, like, at a fair level. Like I said, Kenny Albert, even one person put it on Twitter, can we have Kenny Albert call these games? At least he calls it right down the middle. It's not like it's biased, like he gets excited for just one team. At least he shows excitement for both teams. I mean, seriously, come on. I'm getting tired of it. You know, John Forsythe's a great announcer. He's great in Carolina, but he's getting too hyped when the Bruins score. He did that last year with Philadelphia and Tampa when they played the Islanders. But like I said, Doc Emmer took over in game four. At least Doc Emmer called it down the middle. Jesus. I mean, come on. Seriously? It's so annoying. Uh, it is what it is. Islanders versus the world. But the first period, you know, it wasn't that bad, to be honest. I know the Bruins did outshoot us by a few. But the Islanders got their chance. If Alamov was, you know, he kept his head up, made some really good saves. I can't blame him for that goal, like I said, that Coyle scored. And I thought right when the Bruins scored right there, I thought this game was going to be over real quick. I thought the Bruins were just going to blow us out of the water, and that's it. You know, I was almost getting, like, Islanders versus Tampa vibes from game one where Tampa just destroyed us in that game. We weren't even ready. But the Islanders, they proved me wrong, obviously, in this game. But first period, yeah, they got some good shots on that. The first line looked really good. First, it's great that they – it's the best they've looked in a while. You know, Everly did have a pretty bad game, though. I will say that, though. Like, Komarov had a good game. Barzell had a better game. I'm not going to criticize him. He had, a, he had a much better game. Got some shots on net. We'll get to him in the second period because he did have a really good scoring chance, you know, and he obviously missed. We'll get to that in the second period. But I like my soft and Barzell. He didn't turn over the puck as much. Didn't take any penalties, which was good. Made some really good plays. I'll give him that. So I can't criticize him. Everybody, I feel like, had a really bad game. So he also took two penalties. And, you know, penalties, a penalty that did cost us in the end. Almost cost us in the end, I should say. He didn't look good. He missed wide open chances. The puck was just bouncing on the whole time. He just didn't have a good game. But it is what it is. You're going to have your bad games. But everybody, that was probably the worst thing to look so far. But, um, but yeah, first period, they got their chances. Varlamov stood tall. And the defense did start to tighten up in the second period. Because once the second period started, the Islanders came out hot. And that was good. That's what they needed. They needed to have a really good second period. I felt pretty confident going into the second. I'm like, all right, it's only one nothing. We still have a chance. It's still early. Still early right here. We get a power play. We set it up pretty good. Josh Bailey goes off one of the Bruins defensemen. It gets in the net, slips past Rask, and this game is tied up in one. So Josh Bailey, who's been great in this postseason, gets his fourth of the playoffs and ties it up in one. I thought Nelson put it in and tipped it in, but no, it went, it went off one of the Bruins defensemen. So one-to-one right there. That's a big goal right there. Even though it's a cheapie, we'll take it. you got to take it in the playoffs. doesn't matter. It could be a cheap goal. People call it a Mickey Mouse goal. Whatever. I mean, if you're brain dead at 12, you'd probably say that. But, yeah. <laughs> but that was a big goal right there by number 12, Josh Bailey. That was huge right there. We're tied up at one. So, okay, now we got momentum now. Power play came through. That's huge. And the Islanders, you know, they were getting their chances over and over again in the second period. You know, battling to Karask. And then another one slips in. Kyle Palmieri makes it 2-1. to one. That's Kyle Palmieri's. I believe it's his fourth as well. Let me take a look. Let me see. That was Kyle Palmieri's fourth of the postseason. And he makes it 2-1 to one Islanders. So I'm like, all right, now we got the lead right here. And it feels good. I mean, yeah, both our goals, you know, right in front of the net right there. So that's good. We got that in front of the net presence, you know. And I did notice on the power play, they really don't go to the net as much as the Islanders. That's how much they miss Andrews Lee. 
Because Anders Lee was always in front of the net. There's nobody screening. Nobody was screening Jari in round one. Nobody screening Rask here in round two. I mean, you just got to do that. You got to screen him a little bit. You got to get a big body in front of me. I keep saying maybe put Matt Martin in the power play. No, he's not a goal scorer like Lee, but he's a big body. He can get in front and get some tips, you know. Maybe one gets passed. Or he screens Rask where he just can't see it. And, and whoever shoots it from the defense side, whether it's Pollock or Dobson, you know, whoever, could put it home. You could do that. I wouldn't be opposed to that, but Paul Murray makes it two to one. You know, he's been good this, you know, in the playoffs. He has scored some big goals. That was a big one right there. And then, you know, six minutes later, we're on another power play, and JG Pajot. I know we always call him like the Rangers killer, but he's been the Bruins killer. He was a Bruins killer in the regular season. He scores his second goal of the postseason on the power play, gives us a 3 1 lead. That was huge right there. I'm like, all right, let's go now. Pajot with his second goal of the playoffs. Makes it three to one. That was big. And the power play they scored did score two goals last night. That was huge right there. You know, maybe the power play started to come around a little bit. But they really are inconsistent, the power play. They are a little bit inconsistent. I'm just saying. But that was a big goal by JG. His second makes it three to one. Second period was fun. But of course, yeah, early on in the second period, Barzell did have a breakaway and he missed. I'm just like, oh my god. I don't know what Barzell was really thinking on that play right there. I think he went to the, yeah, went to the backhand. I don't even know if he got it on net. He probably just overthink right there. Probably overthink. Overthink. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Probably overthink right there. And it happens. You know, it's whatever. Like I said, he had a good game last night, so I can't criticize him. He was good. He was solid. So I can't. It would be nice for him to score, but I can't criticize him. He played a good game. I can't do that to somebody that had a good game. You don't always have to score you know, to be determined to have a good game. I thought Barzell did have a good game the way that he played. He looked good. He looked sharp. That was good. Hopefully he scores a goal. He needs a goal. You know, it's kind of, you know he's got to score. Hopefully he scores one at the Coliseum on Thursday or Saturday. Hopefully. Hopefully it's a big goal, too. Really just shame a player of his caliber is not able to score. It's just like, I don't know if he's cursed or something right now. It's just, <laughs> he's got to get one pass. Hopefully one just slips by. Even if it has to be a cheap goal, it's fine. At least he's on the board right there. But, you know, like I said, but Pajot scoring that goal right there, made it 3-1, you know. And that was huge. The Islanders had a lot of momentum right there, and things were getting chippy. The Bruins getting pissed off, you know. Richie going after Pellick, and Pellick, you know, firing back as the period ended, you know. Things are getting chippy now. It's like, okay, now we got the Bruins a little nervous. And I'm just saying, the third period, don't take your feet off the gas pedal. And what do the Islanders do? Well, at first they really didn't. They're getting their chance on Raz. They're playing good defensively. I got to say, the third line, the Islanders got carved up in the third period. The third line of Zajac, Pajot, and Paul Mary, they got destroyed in that third period. They looked awful. They did better, you know, in overtime, but they looked terrible in the third period. The Bruins were going up and down and up and down and up and down on them. They had nothing. They had no answer. They just didn't look like they were there at all. They just... The Islanders are playing like the game was over in the third period. I'm like, you know, once the Islanders have a two-goal lead going third period, things never go well. They just never do. Whoever they play, they can play the worst team in the NHL, and they'll still blow it. It just happens. This team can blow any lead. It doesn't matter who's in charge. It just happens. It's just a, it's the Islanders' way. But, you know, you get later on to the third period with 10, 10 minutes, 34 seconds in right there. Patrice Bergeron scores his fourth of the playoffs. It makes it 3-2 to now, Islanders. A good shot there by Bergeron. And I'm like, oh, okay. Now it's 3-2. to 
we got to tighten up defensively now, and the Islanders want to do that. Now the crowd's into it. And, and you know, this is the thing. The Boston crowd was chanting, you know, F Kyrie. They were chanting, fuck Kyrie. Last time, I'm like, this is not even a basketball game. It's a hockey game right here. And they were doing it at Fenway, too, I think, on Sunday. I don't know if it was yesterday or Sunday, whatever it was. They were, they were doing the same thing at Fenway. Like, really? Oh, yeah, no, yesterday they weren't at Fenway. They were at uh, Houston, the Red Sox. So, never mind. So, it had to be, like, it had to be probably Saturday. I think Sunday's going to get postponed. So, either Saturday or Sunday, whichever one it was. On the weekend, I should say. But, oh, my God. Like, Jesus. We'll definitely talk about the Nets tomorrow, whether they win game five or lose. You know, either it'll be a recap of the, just the game and then think about game six or whether it'll be just a recap of the game and then with the Nets moving on. We'll see what happens tonight. But yeah, Bergeron makes it 3-2. to The crowd's back into it. I'm like, that's the last thing I wanted right there. Even though I hate Boston fans, you know, they get into it. Once they get into it, it's very hard to play there. It really is. Their fans are very passionate, even though they're assholes. They're very passionate. I'll give them that. But and then the Bruins just keep going down the ice. They're getting a good chance of a llama, make some big saves. The Islanders' offense was just nowhere to be found in, the, like, the third period at all. And then everybody takes a bad penalty, and that, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And then lo and behold, not too long in the power play, the rat Brad Marchand scores his fourth of the playoffs, and this game is tied up at three. A huge power play goal for the Bruins, and they now have a 3-2 lead. Oh, no, no, it's a 3-2 lead. What the hell am I talking about? We had, we had a 3 I should have said our 3-2 lead was broken. I think I mixed up my words right there. Oh, my God. Last, yesterday was a long day. It really was. It was a long day, but Marchand... Snaps it right past Valamov, and this game is tied at three. Our 3-2 lead is gone. Our 3-1 lead is gone. We blew a 3-1 lead. Brad Marshall and the Rat ties up the game on the power play, and I'm just like, you've got to be kidding me. you got to be kidding me. I was saying this is a big penalty right here. you got to kill, and they couldn't do it. Couldn't do it, and I thought the game was over. I thought the game was over after that. Even if it was going into overtime, I said this game's over. There's no way we're going to win because now we don't deserve to win. We had a 3-1 lead in Boston. They fall away back. Clearly, they have more heart than us. And we got a power play, I think, like a minute a minute or two later, and they couldn't score. They got a lot of good chances. Pajot missed a wide-open shot. He, had play, he was banging in front of the net. Couldn't bury it. You know, I got to say, the power play, they tried right there. They kept the puck deep in the zone for a while. They got their chances. They didn't turn over the puck. They put it in front. They couldn't slip on past rest, especially Pajot. He had a couple chances trying to poke it in, but he couldn't. So it is what it is. I'm like, uh, all right. At least we tried. At least we tried. At least it wasn't a bad power play where it was like the puck kept getting cleared and we turned it over and we couldn't get a shot. At least we did. It was a big kill by the Bruins right there. And then, you know, we go to overtime, 3-3, three to three, you know. Uh, I'm pretty pissed off. I'm like, I'm going to be really pissed we lose this game. We were 3-1. And I'm sure Trotz ripped this team a new one. Because it's like, you can't do this in the playoffs. I know it happens in the regular season. Okay, whatever. No harm, no foul sometimes. But now it's the playoffs. You can't be doing that. It doesn't matter if it's 5-1 to one in the third period. You've got to still tighten up defensively. You don't give a team an in right there. You can't give them any type of momentum. You just can't do that. Any team can get hot right there. And the Bruins, they got hot. And they're a really good hockey team. They really are. You know, a lot of people saying early on in the season they weren't going to be a good team. They weren't going to be able to score. And clearly the playoffs, they've shown that they could score. <laughs> They've proven that. They're a good hockey team. They really are. People say Rask is washed. He's not. He's a good goaltender still. He really is. You know, if I was a Bruins fan, I wouldn't blame him for a couple of those goals last night. Some of them just slip in. You know, it's kind of cheapies for us, but you know, you got to take it. 
Rask is still a great goaltender. You know, the Bruins are a hell of a hockey team. They're great. You know, it, I could see why people said it like at the beginning of the season. I guess they probably didn't know what their offense was going to be. They, you know, and the offense did struggle starting off the season for the Bruins. You know, most of their goals were just coming off a power play. They were having trouble scoring, right? You know, um, not regulation. They had trouble scoring like in regular play, like you know, like five on five play. As well as just like you know, on the man advantage, they were scoring. Even shorthanded goals, they were scoring. They were having trouble scoring five on five, but they clearly haven't had that trouble here in the playoffs. Clearly, they haven't. And they're a pesky team when they're on the penalty kill because they put Marshan and Bergeron out there. They're pesky. They really are. So I'm just like, okay, now we're going overtime. Let's see what happens here. Hopefully one just slips by Rask and we win. Hopefully we sneak out of Boston with a W. And the Islanders, you know, they really played a really good overtime. The offense was there. They weren't lackluster. They were there. At a point, they were out shooting the Bruins 16-3 from the third period to overtime. So that was big right there. The offense stepped it up. They got their chances on Rask. And Valama made a huge, made a, a couple of huge saves. And the Bruins had the puck deep in our zone for uh, one shift. Like, I think it was like early in overtime. And I was getting nervous. Like, one's going to slip by. I think one's just going to get past Valama. And I saw, like, the net move for a second. Like, the netting move. And I thought it went in, but he just missed. I was like, oh, my God. Thank God. Just missed. I was like, I almost jumped. I was getting very jumpy in overtime. But we had the puck mostly in the Bruins zone, so momentum was on our side in overtime. We had the puck deep in their zone most shifts. That was huge right there. That's big. I got to give a lot of props to the Islanders right there. The offense, they really stepped it up. They looked really good. That's how that's what good teams do in the playoffs. You got to get deep there. You got to get deep in their zone in big moments. That's what the Islanders did. They put the pressure on them. They got them tired out. That was huge. They were getting a lot of good chances. I was thinking, is one going to slip by? It's like, come on, one's going to get past them. And it just didn't for a while. You know, we got a lot of good chances on Rask. He kept his head high and made some good saves. You know, Valama made a huge save on Taylor Hall a little bit later on. You know, it was a huge, huge save. Valama just got over as quick as he could and made a big save on Hall. Oh, my God. Hall had a wide-open chance. Valama got over and said, nope. That was big right there. Semyon Valama, take a bow. What a game he played. And Trotz made the right move. He made the right move. You know, Sorokin didn't look bad in game one, but he went to Farley. You take a chance. I think that was going to be the thing anyway. If once Sorokin was going to lose a game, they were going to go back to Valamov. I think that's what they were going to do. So we'll see what happens in game three. But Valamov, a huge save on Taylor Hall. That was definitely the save of the game. That was big. And the Bruins had deep in our zone. And then one of the defensemen break their stick. And Casey Sezikis goes on a breakaway, shoots it, and scores. Casey Sezikis, the overtime here out of all people. I did not expect Casey Sezikis. That's not a knock on Sezikis. I love Casey Sezikis. He's an underrated player. Probably one of the most underrated Islanders that I've ever seen. What a shot on Rasmus. The game on his stick. Buries it right past Rask on the breakaway, and the Islanders win 4-3 in overtime. That's Casey Zika's first goal of the playoffs. That was huge right there for Casey. I don't know if anybody picked him to win in overtime. I don't know if anybody picked him to score the winning goal in overtime, I should say. Because I sure as hell did it. I didn't think it was going to be Zika's that was going to win it. I don't know who I thought was going to win it. I didn't have a pick at all. I really didn't. You know, maybe go for, like, the legit goal scores. Zika's is really not... A goal score per se, but that was huge right there. He gets his goals from time to time. That was a big one. That was huge. That's probably one of the best goals of his career. He'll remember that for a long time. I'm sure he was nervous right there. You want to break away here in the playoffs. 
a chance to win it. It's all on you right here. And that was huge. Getting right past Rast, that was big. And the Bruins player broke his stick right there. Even a little bit more, I should say. Oh, my God. I don't know who the defenseman was for the Bruins. I don't know his name, per se. It's not like a defenseman that I know. Like, you know, like McAvoy. It wasn't McAvoy. It was a lefty. But, yeah, you know what I mean. But that was... That was big. The Islanders capitalized. Azekas capitalized on a huge, huge turnover. That was awesome. That was awesome. What a game it was. The Islanders steal one in Boston. And this series is all tied up coming back to the Coliseum Thursday night. That is big. And I saw Borelli's right there on Twitter right there. People posting. They were going nuts in Borelli's. That was huge. That was beautiful to see. This team doesn't go down that easily. They just don't. They always seem to come right back, which is great. But next time, if we're up 3-1 in a game, just hold on to the lead, please. We don't need to keep going to overtime. We don't need to keep making things interesting. Don't make things interesting, please. Not every time. My heart can only take so much. Want to make things interesting in the regular season? Fine. Playoffs? No. Get boring wins. I don't care. Finish them off. That's it. Don't bring them back into the game. I don't want things to get interesting. Please. Oh, my God. But no, like I said, Suzuki, so remember that goal for a long time. The rest of his life, Suzuki, so we tell him his grandkids in the future that he scored a game winning goal in the playoffs. He'll definitely, he'll definitely be telling that story. That That is huge right there. Oh, man, that was fun. That was a fun hockey game last night. All tied up at one. Oh, that felt good. Felt like relief right there. Like, there was a lot of stress going into that overtime. It felt good. It's like the straight, like the like the stress has just been, like taken away from me. Now, like it's been lifted. What a game! What a game! What a performance by Valamov. This offense stepping up in big moments, especially in overtime. You know, I know we're saying they didn't deserve to win. Well, I mean, the way that they played in the third period, they didn't deserve to win. That's just the honest truth. They really didn't. That's just you know my honest truth right there. They didn't deserve to win. After that bad third period. But you know what? They got the win anyway. They somehow they somehow got the win in Boston. They somehow did it. I don't know how they did it. But they did it. It's amazing. I really am proud of this team. It's a lot of momentum now going into Thursday's game. You know, he's got these two games now at the Coliseum. We know there will be a game five in Boston next Monday. So at least that's a given as well. Hopefully we can go back to Boston up three to one. Hopefully, I think it's going to be two to two. I think we're going to split game three and game four. I don't think there's any chance we're going to be up three to one. I hope that I'm wrong. I want to be up three to one. I don't want to. I don't want the series being tied. I sure as hell don't want to be down three to one. Obviously, that should be an obvious. But if it's two to two, I won't complain. I won't complain then. I'll just say, all right. Well then, series is tied. All right, fine. Whatever. It's 2-2. Two two. I did say Islanders in 7. I know KMGJ said Islanders in 5. Well, if the Islanders win 3 more in a row, then he'll be correct. <laughs> he was right with Islanders in 6 last round, so maybe he's right about this one. I hope that he is. That would be nice. That would, that would be really nice, but hopefully... I really hope that it's 3-1 to one us going back to Boston. I really hope that it is. If it's not, well, then I can't complain. I can say, you know what, fine. 2-2. Two two. If it's 2-2... Two then I'll take it. Like I said, just steal one in Boston. That's exactly what they did last night. They just snatched victory from the Bruins. Just snatched it from them. That was big. That was big right there. The team they came out to play last night, 
Job ain't done yet. You can't get high off this win right here. You can't get high off this win. It's great to be excited, but now I'm sure they're not practicing today. I'm sure they're going to practice. Well, they're definitely going to practice tomorrow and then obviously Thursday morning. So they got the day off different practicing. Relax now. Go back home Back home to the family. Enjoy the day. It's a nice, it's a nice day outside. Go to the pool maybe a little bit. Relax. Or sit by the pool, whatever. Just relax. Have a drink. Take it easy. And have that mindset going into tomorrow in practice and tomorrow and Thursday and be ready for game three. That's all. Just be ready. The Bruins are going to come out hard. They're, they're going to look to play spoiler at home for us. They're going to look to fucking silence Nassau Coliseum as much as they can. And I believe it's going to be more capacity now for game three. It might be full capacity. I'm, I'm almost sure it is. It might be a little bit. I might be wrong. I might be wrong. Sometimes I am. It is what it is. But the Coliseum is going to be buzzing. It's a different feel. Because if we were down 2-0, it's just a different feel in the Coliseum then. Now the series is 1-1, it's going to be more electric. You know, they would be electric if we were down 2-0. But just now it's a different feel. It's 1-1. Now we have a chance to take the lead on Thursday night. And we have a chance to probably bury them on Saturday. Well, not really, because 3-1, anything can happen when it's 3-1. It's not really burying. But they really put them on, I should have said, said put them on edge, I should have said. Not bury. But it would, it would be something if King MGJ is right, though. If the Islanders win in five, I'd be like, how the hell did you get that? Like, seriously? I would be surprised. I would be extremely surprised. And he, like, he'll say, I don't have any faith in my team. I do have faith. I did say Islanders in seven. I predicted them to win. I didn't predict them to win against Pittsburgh. I just didn't think they were. I didn't think they were good enough to be Pittsburgh. But obviously I was wrong. <laughs> You know, but the Islander, you know, there's all those people out there saying, like, oh, but they face Jari. Well, now they face Rask. I mean, they scored four goals against him last night. The Graham only scored two on a Saturday. We still scored four last night. We got four past them, so that was big. I mean, seriously? This team still has goal scores. We still do. It's, you know, there's a lot of guys that got to get hot. You know, four different guys scored last night. You know, Bailey, Palmieri, Pajot, and then Sezikis. So everybody on. Everybody except the, everybody except somebody from the first line didn't score, because Bailey from the second line scored, Paul Murray from the third line scored, and sort of Pajot from the third line scored, and then Zeke from the fourth line scored. So only you know nobody on the first line scored, but Komarov looked good, Barzell looked good, everybody looked terrible. But it is what it is. Hopefully everybody can fix it in Game Three. But it's a good feeling to come back home to the Coliseum Thursday night on Long Island at 7.30 on NBCSN. It's going to be a different feel now. It's one-to-one. I think, there's a lot, I think the Islanders have a lot of confidence now, you know, because they stole one at home right there. They stole one in their home at TD Garden. That was huge. They stole one in Boston's home. That was huge. It was a great game. But, you know, there's a couple Islanders need to get their shit together, like Nick Letty. Who's been terrible this whole playoffs? Not just this series so far. He was terrible against Pittsburgh. Everybody, everybody did good against Pittsburgh, but against Boston so far, he hasn't looked that good. He's missed wide open chances. The puck just bounced on him too much. He took two penalties last night, which wasn't good. So everybody's got to step it up. He's got to fix it. He's only in a two game slump. Letty's been in a fucking whole playoff slump or a whole season slump. Hopefully, Letty gets it going. See, when I criticize players, usually they do better the next game. Like Barzell, I criticize him very hard after game one. Look, last night he played great. He looked good, the best he's looked. Well, not best he's looked, but best he's looked in the series so far, not the whole playoffs. He, you know, he did look good late against Penguins, so that was big. 
just want him to score so badly. I want him to just get that monkey off his back and just score. I'm sure it's bothering him. He's going to score. Hopefully he does the Coliseum, whether it's, you know, game three or game four. At least he can get one. Just get, It doesn't matter how you get it. Even if it's an empty net goal, fine. Fine, okay? He didn't do it against the goaltender. Whatever, fine. At least it's a goal. It's still a goal. It counts. But that's huge right there. It is huge for the Islanders now. The series is tied back home on Thursday night. Let's see what happens. Hopefully on Friday when I talk to you guys, hopefully I'm in a really good mood. Hopefully I'm in a really good mood. Hopefully we have the lead in this series. You know, if we if we don't, I won't panic because I'll be like, all right, we were down 2-1 to one against the Penguins, and we tied it and then won the next three. Or won the next two after we tied it, I should say. But we'll see what happens now. Back-to-back rounds, going back to the Coliseum, all tied up at one. So let's see what happens. Hopefully, hopefully we can take the lead now in this series in game three. We'll see what happens, though. But all right, guys. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I will talk to you guys later on this afternoon with my AEW Double or Nothing review. Can't wait to talk about that with you guys. And of course, tomorrow morning, I'll be recapping game five and hope for the, for the Brooklyn Nets and the Boston Celtics. And game, I just said, yeah, game five of the 2021 NBA playoffs. Hopefully, the Nets can move on tonight so we can talk about their series potentially against the Bucks. That's if the Nets win the series tonight, but we'll see what happens. Should be fun. Other than that, I will talk to you guys later on this afternoon. All right, I'll leave, I'll leave it off right there for now. Talk to you guys later on.